Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. Hello and welcome back to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie with me, Bethany. Thank you so much for joining me today for today's episode. And today, before I get into it, I want to just thank you all for tuning in every week for pressing that subscribe button, for sharing with your people. I've seen you on socials, with your DMs coming into me. I just want to personally thank you from the bottom of my heart. I absolutely love that I get to do this every week and the fact that you're reciprocating and that you're listening and there's someone out there listening to me is, it blows my mind and it makes me very, very, very humble. And I just want to say thank you so much. On that note, I have actually created a little something for you all. Um, It is something that I've had in the back of my mind for the past 10 years, honestly. When I first started the summer camp journey, I wanted to document it. I wanted to be able to keep my experience special and to keep it written down somewhere. So I wanted to buy a travel journal. I wanted to buy one. I was looking around, but I just didn't want a blank notebook. I wanted something that reflected what I was doing. I wanted something I could stick my tickets into, put my pictures, things like that. And I could never find anything. So I just bought a blank notebook. I wrote on the front of it, summer 2013, and I just started journaling. I started writing at the end of each day, what happened that day, if anything funny happened that day, if I got a ticket stub or I went somewhere on a day off and I bought something, I would stick that in, plane tickets, train tickets, and I documented my whole summer in this journal. And that is what I've created for you all. I have created, as times have changed now in the past 10 years, I have created a digital travel e-journal and it's perfect. It's $9 Canadian, which is an absolute steal, if I do say so myself, because that's just over five pounds sterling. And it is, once you buy it, it's yours forever. So no matter how many trips you take, no matter how long your travel journey is, whether you are working abroad, whether you're working at summer camp, whether you're interrailing, whether you're backpacking, whether you just like to do many European trips a year. It's a great tool for you. There are many, the page layout, there's so many prompts. It asks you three of the best things that happened that day. It asks where you started the day, where you finished your day. It asks you if you want to scribble or draw or doodle something funny that happened that day. And then there's space for you to add pictures, there's space for you to add videos, there's space for you to write down a story of the day or what you did and it's just a great way to get it out on paper and get it away from your just stories or get it away from social media something that you can have just for you and it's yours to keep forever and at the end of your trip if you want to print it off you're more than welcome to and then you have your own souvenir you have your own little keepsake and I've created that for you. So it is the Brit in the Six Travel Journal. 
It's available. I've put the link in the show notes. So click on it, have it. You'll absolutely love it. It'll be amazing for you. And I wanted to share that with this amazing community. So thank you for giving me the push, for giving me the kick up the butt that I needed. So that is something I've created just for you all. Thank you so much. So now I'm really in touch with how I'm feeling and the community. I wanted to share a story with you all. I wanted to share a story of the first time I ever went solo traveling. So this, I'm today's story, I'm going to be talking about the first 72 hours of my solo travel experience. And this was actually my first ever summer camp experience. And I don't know, I don't know if it's the time of year that we're in where it's the start of the summer, people are going out on this amazing adventures, people are going on solo trips for the first time, gap years are starting. I don't know why I wanted to share this now, but I felt like now was the right time to share this story. Because I don't think anyone ever talks about the emotional side of travel. Everyone talks about the amazing time you'll have, the experiences you'll have, but no one talks about how you feel during those moments. And that's kind of what the story is about the first 72 hours. So whatever you're doing, sit back, relax, go for that walk, enjoy that workout, take the dog for a walk, enjoy those household vacuuming or whatever you're doing. Just enjoy this episode. And this one is for you. So whenever you do something for the first time, you have a whirlwind of emotions. You're excited, you're nervous, you're scared, like doubt may even come into your mind. And you guessed it, going to summer camp is not anything different. I'm going to explain to you how I felt during the first moments of my adventure, the first 72 hours. I'm going to talk about the times when I first stepped onto my first ever campsite, the first time I've explored different cultures and quirks of my new lifestyle that I chose to take on for the summer. I want you to know that all of these feelings are normal. You're not the only person that feels this way. Believe me, that's what this transparency of this episode is all about. So you've gone through the whole process of actually getting placed and done all the paperwork to be there. But now you're getting on the plane. Never mind the first time going to summer camp. This was my first time ever getting on a plane by myself. First time I've ever gone through customs by myself. Yes, I felt nervous going through customs, but doesn't everybody? You don't know if you're going to get selected for a random bag bag check. If you've forgotten you've got water in your bottle. If you forgot to empty out your bag before you patch your hand luggage. All of this was going through my mind. And doesn't it go through everybody's mind at customs? But believe me, you're not the only one. But honestly, the physical journey was fine. Upon landing is when my excitement levels were so high. Touching down on the tarmac and knowing that you're finally there. After so much planning, it is finally happening. The excitement gets you through immigration, gets you to the luggage carousel, and eventually getting into the cab to your accommodation. My accommodation was a hostel, which like many people who were going to summer camp, we were all staying. Once at the hostel, I was a little apprehensive. I had never stayed in a hostel before. 
and I stepped into uncharted territory. As many of you know, my first hostel experience was a 16-bed dorm-style room. And now, as a first experience, that's jumping into the deep end. There was eight bunk beds, and every bed had a locker, which was suitcase-sized, so you could lock up your belongings. And using the locker made me feel confident. Made me feel secure that everything was fine, all is great. But I'm sharing this space with 15 other strangers, and it was kind of scary. You don't know these people, and you're expected to live with them, even if it was only for two nights. However, the greatest thing about hostels is that everybody is in the same boat as you. They're on their own adventure. They might not know anybody either. And my top tip is to smile at people. Be friendly. The smile might strike up a conversation. And to be honest, people are less scary once you speak to them. Yes, not granted, not everyone's going to want to speak to you, but at least you tried, and nine times out of ten, when you're at a hostel, people are friendly, and they'll totally lay back and want to have a conversation with you too. Now you're less than 24 hours into this new country. You've not had the best sleep, because let's face it, you're sleeping in a room full of 16 people, and you are summoned to an early morning orientation. <laughs> I was definitely not in the right headspace to be outgoing, I love life type of person. So I took the fake it till you make it approach. I was really sluggish that morning because I didn't sleep very well. And to be honest, the excitement had worn off. And I was getting nervous to find out what I was actually going to be doing this summer. Like, what is my day going to be like? Who am I going to live with? Who's going to be there? How will I get in contact with friends or family back home? There were so many unanswered questions. And this is where orientation comes in. And they try to answer them to the best of their ability. During orientation, we were at the hostel. And many people that were going to the same summer camp as me was attending the hostel as well. I was seeing faces that for the first time and these faces were of people I'm going to spend the summer with and that kind of calmed me down to be honest there was a group of 13 of us and we were all going to the same camp and we were all first timers going to this summer camp and actually being the first timers of a summer camp program altogether we had flown in from all over the world to be there in New York City to be honest we all had similar questions and my feeling of being sluggish faded once I got more comfortable with this group. Yeah, the orientation was basic, and I personally felt like it didn't particularly cover my camp-specific questions because they worked for the agency. They didn't work for the camp I was going to. And so those questions were still floating around in my head. But the fact I didn't feel as lonely in a new city anymore definitely helped build my positivity and the whirlwind doesn't stop there as the following day we hit the road to summer camp. My first 48 hours in the destination city before physically coming onto camp property was an adventure in itself honestly. The ebb and flow of emotions was just there was a lot that happened in those 48 hours and it was a little draining And little did I know this was going to be the start of an amazing journey that ultimately changed the course of my life. 
my advice for that first 48, 72 hours is try not to be overwhelmed by how quickly your emotions are changing in such a short space of time. Everything is going to be okay. And no matter what you are thinking, ask questions. Someone is probably thinking the same thing as you. They're just too afraid to ask. Friendships, friendships, sorry, can truly blossom in these first 48, 72 hours. But just because you might not click with people at your orientation doesn't mean you won't click with anyone at all once you get to camp. Like, remember, camp is a really large community and is a place where anyone can be themselves. Get ready to dive in and just know that your summer ahead is going to be such an amazing summer. So a lot of people have DM'd me and asked me on social media a lot of similar questions, and that is, what happens when you arrive at your destination country like why am I spending two nights there why am I not going straight to camp and some agencies like to get you settled and in a routine and get you accumulated to the new time zone before you go to camp and sometimes they have an orientation for you I both times I've flown in in both America and Canada is the summer camp agency I applied through actually held an orientation in my destination city, so in New York City and Toronto, respectively. These orientations are a great way to meet people that are in the same boat as you. You, I am both of these, I met people that were going to the same camp as me and who were also first-time applicants. They were in my boat, like you could resonate with them with how they were feeling um, because you felt that way too the people that were doing the orientation were more doing more logistical things. So for instance, the American orientation was talking about American way of life and the different traditional customs that they have in America, like talked about tipping. They talked about like jaywalking. They talked about how to get paid. They spoke about opening up a bank account and the which ones were better for us because we were working in Pennsylvania compared to New York State and things like that. The Canadian orientation I personally did was very similar, talking about Canadian customs, like tipping about the country in general. But they also actually took us to a bank to set up our bank account, which was before the days of online banking, in all honesty. And they also took us to a government building to sort out our SIN number, which is a social insurance number, which is kind of like your national insurance number if you're from the UK. So they do more logistical stuff with you at that orientation. Some agencies now, due to COVID, lots of these operations have gone online and you can do these online so you don't have to do them once you arrive in, in your country. And some people do these orientations before you even get on the plane in your home country as well. So things have changed since I've done them. And that is good. Like this industry is evolving. Technology is evolving. Things are moving on. And especially with the pandemic, they have moved on 
a lot quicker than I think they would have if we didn't have a pandemic in all honesty. So things may have changed, but I think having a few days to breathe and enjoy where you're at before going to camp is really nice. It's less of a shock to the system because honestly, when you start camp and when you get into camp, it is fast paced and you wish that you had those few days to breathe and enjoy life and enjoy where you're at and get your body ready and adjusted for this new place that you're living that with hindsight I think that is the best thing that can happen for anybody because you're you're starting a new job at the end of the day you're living in a new country at the end of the day you want to make sure you feel comfortable and ready and prepared going into that new job so that is what orientation is all about in your destination country if you have any other questions or you have topics you want me to cover on this podcast please send them my way send me a dm on any social media platform i'm there on almost all of them at this point so please share them with me i'd love to chat to you about it where you're thinking if i get lots of similar ideas i'll definitely bring it on this podcast you've seen me do it before i'll 100% do it again um, there's more guests coming your way. So that's really, really exciting. I love sharing this community with other people and other people in that summer camp community. Love seeing the different aspects and hearing everybody's stories. So there's some of those coming your way too. And we've got a whole summer of content ready and waiting for you. And I cannot wait until they're released every week for you. So even if you're not at summer camp this summer, hopefully this podcast podcast being released every Wednesday will give you that little taste of summer camp for you. So hit that subscribe button and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany. You can find me on social media. I am Brit in the six on all my socials also you'll be able to find me on my website where my blog is www.brit in the six.com thank you very much and see you next time